Wow, I have done two lives in a row. This is a big deal for me because I took a two-month break from YouTube after losing my beloved dog, Rico, my little doggy, Rico. And now I have a new little puppy, Eli, who's giving me life. He was on my live yesterday, so if you want to meet Eli. But I have a very special live for you guys today. I have the privilege and honor to interview Dr. Jen Vandewater. She is a pharmacist who has stood up to big pharma. Um, she calls herself the people's pharmacist. This means developing an understanding that pharmaceuticals are only part of the solution that patients should consider for their wellness. Diet, mental health, and lifestyle changes need to be incorporated into health plans. Dr. Jen Vandewater is not only looking out for the overall wellness of the people, she's also finding ways to support brave, independent, Main Street pharmacies who stand up against the corporate agenda. And I am so excited to interview her today. I just got to pre-interview her right now, and she has been a big advocate against masks and the you know what. And so let's go ahead and give her a welcome. And if you have questions, um, I do take super chat. So if you want to get your question answered right away, put it in a super chat or else I'll wait till the end of our program to um, ask some questions if we have some time. So welcome, J Dr. Jen. Say hello. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here and share truth. Just did you did you feel very alone at the beginning of the pandemic? And now how how is it knowing that there's so many people that are standing up with you? But I know at the beginning, I felt very alone. How was it for you to be someone who was against the mainstream that was going on, right? Oh, yes, 100%. That's actually how my journey began at, at this point was when I started realizing what was going on. And actually, it was after President Trump mentioned the H, the H medication. Um, when he mentioned that on TV, I, I, I said, oh, oh, there's something that was going to help. And so I started doing my research. And a lot of doctors were out there, you know, sharing how they were seeing results in their patients. And so I was as a pharmacist, I'm like, okay, I hear a lot of medical doctors talking about this, where are, are my pharmacists? Where are my colleagues that are actually out there, you know, dispensing this? Well, come to find out they were holding back. And I was like, wait a second, we don't do that in practice. And so for me, it was a, it was a wake up moment. Like I can't be the only one in my profession seeing this this way. And so what I actually started um, on my journey was uniting and, uh, you know, connecting with other like-minded pharmacists like myself and realizing we had our own group chat, realizing we weren't alone, hundreds across this nation, even stretching into Canada that said, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. So I was very encouraged about a year after starting to reach out to them and having connection with so many, it was very empowering to know I, I wasn't alone. I wasn't going crazy. It wasn't something I was just, uh, you know, seeing a lot of people were seeing it too. Uh, just for those of you that have just joined us, this is Dr. Jen Vandewater. She is a non-woke pharmacist, <laughs> for lack of a better word. And she's also been um, speaking against what has happened this last three years. And I, you know, that was such a crazy time because I was teaching online. I mean, I was teaching in person and my teaching high school students. And all of a sudden we're hearing rumors that they might shut down the school. Now I live, I worked in a district where you had to, if we had a gas leak, an active gas leak, and they didn't shut down the schools at our campus, they were like, you guys still need to teach in it during it with a gas leak. <laughs> we also had the bathrooms, the sewage get messed up and they brought in porta potties. This was when I was teaching in a middle school 
They did not shut down when our bathrooms weren't working and we had to use porta potties with middle schoolers. Imagine what that was like for two weeks. So when I heard these rumors that we are going to shut down for um, COVID when we didn't have a single case in our county yet, we actually shut down at the end of the week. They were saying rumors about it. We shut down because a case happened in the county next to us. I was like, wow, we're shutting down for this when we dealt with SARS we dealt with swine flu, um, all kind that actually affected children. SARS and swine flu really did, you know, if a child got it, it was, you know, pretty bad for them. Um, so this was just such a crazy time. And I think we all had to sit down and like either are we gonna believe the headlines or are we going to look at with our own eyes and common sense? And I think a lot of doctors like yourself felt a lot of pressure to go along with what the headlines were saying, but yet you chose to stand up and say, no, this is actually, <laughs> this is actually what's happening and what we need to do. So can you explain to me exactly like what it was like for you to be censored after that? Cause I'm sure you got censored for speaking. Yeah. And, and just a little backstory too, like for me too, as a pharmacist, you know, and I, I calling myself the people's pharmacist is because I answer to the people, not to big pharma. So all through my career, I was always an advocate and a voice for my patients. People would come into the pharmacy and my goal was for them to be in wellness, not to be um, injured or to be unwell. I was always trying to help them find ways to heal. So I saw through my career, like I call them God moments where things were not adding up. And so when everything kind of happened in 2020, it was like those puzzle pieces kind of came together and made the picture clear that there was something more going on here. And being in the um, background, you know, I started doing some research and digging into where is this coming from? How is this happening? And realizing, you know, the Rockefeller Institute of Medicine, the Flexner Report of 1910, I was like, oh my goodness, there's something else happening here. And, and for me at the time of when everything happened in 2020, I was in between jobs. I was going from working retail and long-term care at an independent pharmacy to transitioning to working inside the doctor's offices because what i witnessed in practice was over prescribing and i was really concerned especially working long-term care these uh the elders in our population were being you know just drugged it was it was scary what i was seeing so i thought well if i can be a voice in the doctor's ear i can maybe help them understand that medication, you know, pharmaceuticals are not first line. And so that was my goal. But then when everything happened in 2020, that job was terminated. So I was on the sidelines. But for me, the censorship that I truly noticed was, you know, losing contact with a lot of people that were my colleagues and friends. They were like, you are going against everything that, you know, pharmacy made you. And, and this is, this is not, you know, we got, we have guidelines, we have protocols for a reason. And you know, we have to follow the like follow the rules and you're a rule breaker and you're a rebel. And, you know, all these, you know, just really the pushback was more like that. I really didn't see anything um, outside of that. But that's where I was feeling the most pressure was that the places I had used to work for. And these were, again, a lot of small town independent pharmacies. They they went woke. They were completely buying into the agenda and there was no way I could ever get the message across. So for me, it was I can't fight them. I can't take the time or the energy. I've got to know what, what I'm being shown was being revealed to me. I've got to take that information and now press forward. And so that's what I did with what happened. I love that. And you know, what was happening during that 
time that was very concerning was we were seeing them shut everything down and saying, you know, you could die from COVID. I think they were predicting a million deaths at, in the beginning, right? Which I think it did hit a million deaths, but those, they tested everyone. They tested everyone that died. And now they're saying it's only about 30 to 40% of the deaths were actual COVID, but there was other comorbidities. And that's, you know, we can actually say that now before we couldn't even say that. Um, what was really concerning to me was that they did not emphasize health at all. When you sh would see that the people that are dying of COVID were the ones that were obese, overweight, or, you know, the elderly that were weak, and they didn't talk anything about health. They didn't say anything about, hey, guys, make sure you're taking care of your body. Instead, they shut us all inside. People were gaining weight. I think everyone gained like the COVID-20 is what they call it or the COVID. And, and people were gaining weight, sitting around, ordering on, you know, Uber Eats. And, and, and we were becoming, as a nation, more unhealthy. And that was just like, why, it, you know, if it's really, if, if the government truly cared about the American people, they would send, be sending messages, hey, America, lose weight. Hey, America, get healthy. Because if you are healthy, you will not have any problems with this. You will, you will recover. And um, so you say, you know, you, you're sure that you're the people's pharmacist. And I want to take a quick break to share about the wellness company, which is the sponsor you know how amazing it is to get a sponsor for YouTube because people like me, we get censored all the time. We get demonetized. We do not make money on our YouTube channels and we do put energy into bringing the truth. And so have a company sponsor a conservative voice like myself is very like it's an honor. And it's like, wow, thank you. And these companies deserve our support. And this one more so than any, because what it's doing, what the wellness company is doing is giving you a access to a network of non-work woke doctors that are for medical freedom. And so for example, you can get a virtual appointment with a doctor that won't pressure you to get shots. You can get supplements that help cleanse your body from the spike proteins caused from the virus COVID-19 or from this and um, now they're admitting, finally, that the, it does cause spike proteins in the body. Even mainstream science is admitting this. And so there is supplements on this uh, website, the TWC.health, which is also the, called the wellness company, that can help you with that because it does wreak havoc on your body. And we'll go into that in a little bit. I, wanna, I want to get your reaction to this um, newest development from the Biden administration. Well, not new. It's like, why are they still doing this, actually? And I'm going to go ahead and share it. So we have a bunch of young people, college athletes that are going to, let me go ahead and switch the screen here. Oh, oh, I could do this. <laughs> there we go. That are going to visit the White House. And actually, a lot of these college athlete day uh, kids don't want to go. These young people, they don't want to go to the White House. In fact, they're, they're not interested at all. And one of the main reasons is because he still has this June 10th, 2023. Look at that. June 10th, 2023. White House sends guidance mandating face masks, social distancing for unvaccinated at College Athlete Day. Hello, 2021. Why are we still in 2021? What is going on? And what's what's your thoughts on this, that uh, they still want the unvaccinated to wear face masks and social distance for College Athlete Day at the White House? Yeah, uh, I was never for masking. Um, we'll start with the box. The box on, that you actually pull your mask out of says does not prevent the transfer 
of, you know, viruses or bacteria. Um, so first of all, it says that right on the box. Second of all, you know, you're trapping everything that you're exhaling that's supposed to go out into that mask. And now you're bringing it back into your body. You're increasing your CO2 and decreasing your oxygen, which is harmful to your body. And when your body is deprived of oxygen, it actually weakens your immune system. And now you've got to think you're inhaling all those toxins back in. So their agenda is to, like you said earlier, keep you unhealthy. That's the mm -hmm. first thing with masks. It's to keep you unhealthy. Also, there is a psychological aspect to this. When you cover up the face, you lose connection. You lose empathy, compassion, you know, understanding. If there's relating, when you read a person, you know, without knowing you're reading them, now they're covering them up. You can't understand them. You're not understanding what they're feeling because you're not reading their whole expression. So there's a psychological part. Now with what they're doing, it's the scarlet letter. Now they're... Um, you know, pointing out those who are not vaccinated. They're doing, um, you know, it, it's more to just see who, who out there is not. And it's a punishment almost. You didn't choose to get that. So now you have to wear this mask, not breathe correctly, make yourself unhealthy and show the world you chose not to follow our orders. And that's how I see it from my, my side. It's, it's unreal how much this is happening. Um, if you actually dig and do some research on masking, you go back into slavery um, when they used to bind them and cover them so they could not speak. That is what we're seeing happening here. Um, it, it really is a, a sign of bondage and trapping you know, individuals into that mindset and making them feel less important, less valued. And, and it's wrong. It's completely wrong. I, I'm not surprised to hear this come from them because we know who they are and what their their true agenda is. Um, I would just say, like you're saying, I would say every college athlete just ban it and don't even go. <laughs> you know, really, that would make a statement. <laughs> we have uh, so a comment from Osby saying, is this still a thing? Yes. Yes, it is. Unfortunately, I can't believe. And you know what? I, we both firmly believe, we talked about this in our pre-interview, that they're going to bring this back, America. It was too perfect for control. Again, the masks were very psychological. It, it's messing up children's development to have people in masks not showing their smiles. They are not able to read emotion. And um, on top of this, it is it is a way to control. It's a way. It was a way to invoke fear because again, I when when the, the shutdown started happening in my counties and the lockdowns and we were going on weeks, months of teaching online. You were looking around you and you were like, okay, I don't see the emergency. The only way we could see that there was an emergency was the masks, everybody in masks. And it, it helped the optics. It helped the, okay, this is scary. This is, you know, everyone has to wear a mask. And, and I also think about the children, like, what are these people telling their kids when they say, you need to wear this mask? You know, you need to wear this mask. What are they telling the kids when they don't understand where they say, are they telling them you need to wear this mask to protect others? You need to wear this mask to protect yourself. And what kind of message is that sending to that child that they that their breathing is outside? Because I would see these kids with masks outside, right? That their breathing is going to kill someone else or it's going to hurt someone else or it's going to hurt them to be around other people walking by breathing, right? And, and that's where I really was like, this is getting insane because I was living in California and outdoors, it was mask, mask, mask. Everyone was in mass outdoors. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense because- 
outdoors is fresh air. You don't catch a disease walking by someone for three seconds. And I had people shuffling their kids away from me. I had people stepping off of trails in redwoods, you know, turning their backs, freaked out. And I'm like, what is this doing to people's minds? Mm -hmm. And um, the people that the, the doctors that were brave enough to speak about this and to say something, they were being censored and silenced continually. What you shared about how that and during slavery, they used to put masks on people's face, put them in chains. I did a post about that. It was immediately taken down. Wow. Was Yeah. And it's it's the um, the the censorship was was incredible during that time. And I it really scared me that um, they weren't allowing Americans to make informed decisions. Mm -hmm. And that is where I want, to, want you to share a little bit more about what you do with the wellness company and about the wellness company, because I think that what you guys are, what you have said, what you're part of is amazing. So please share a little bit about that. Yeah, it, at the wellness company, we offer medical freedom. We want to offer solutions and make recommendations, but not dictate the outcome, the patient, like the, for them to make that own choice. We really want the patient to know what their options are. I mean, I've had people ask me, well, what is the wellness company's stance on the in the way I the way I look at it is we are it's informed consent. You know, at the end of the day, the choice comes from the individual, but they need to know the benefits and the risk on both sides. They need to know everything that's going on. They need to make that choice for themselves. And that is that is one thing I value about the wellness companies. We're not pushing an agenda. We're not pushing anything on people. We're just giving them the option for care where the patient can own their health. They can make their own choices and they can critically think through a situation. You know, we've become so accustomed in America. I don't know how it is in other countries, but where you get a paper cut, you're running to the ER. I mean, you're, it's really become so where you don't even know how to take care of yourself and, and be well, and somebody else has to help you know yourself best. I think that that's wrong. I think it should be the other way around. I think the role of the clinician and the provider is to, to be a guide you know, to guide the patient on their wellness journey, to be there to offer support, to be an encourager to say, you've got this, you can do this, you know, not to make them feel guilty or punish them um, into doing something they might not want to do. Um, so that is just the foundation, you know, we're for health sovereignty, we're for quality solutions, and the patient comes first. Uh, we do have, like you mentioned, virtual care. And not only do patients get to just not be pressured, but if somebody needs to have emergency medicine on hand in case they encounter any kind of infection. Our providers will write that for the patient through a consult visit, making sure everything's okay. They'll say, yeah, you can have this on hand in case something happens, right? Because we all should be prepared for that moment and not be frantically looking into a way to get something when it's too late. Um, we also have, like you mentioned, supplements. Supplements to help the body cleanse itself of these spike proteins. And also, you know, supplements that are, are wholesome and pure and USA only. If you want to take vitamin D and K, we have a product. If you want to take elderberry gummies, which are extremely delicious, it's hard to only chew one, but they are really, really, really good. I mean, we have products out there that, you know, will fit the need in any way possible. And a program I want to briefly touch on, we have Freedom from Pharma. And it's uh, incorporated by myself and other wellness pharmacists, uh, Melissa and Sue, who guide the patient to getting their body and their health back in balance. And then they bring in the provider and the provider can start deprescribing off of unnecessary meds. I mean, we have had so many patients already come through, come off of unnecessary medications and are living in wellness. And it's amazing because 
coming in as a pharmacist and seeing this in practice for so many years, the overprescribing, working with providers who say, this is unnecessary. This patient doesn't need to be on this. Let's figure out a plan to get them off of this. And it's happening. And the patient's realizing that those medications were harming them more than helping them. And they're finding a, a way to live in wellness naturally off of pharmaceuticals. Um, so it's really amazing. We have just so many great things at the wellness company and more to come. I mean, we have so many great things we're trying to brainstorm and come up with to give, again, options to the people because we're for the people. Well, I forget if it was Clinton, Bush or Obama, but I remember that there was a time when pharmaceutical ads were not allowed on TV. You weren't allowed to have pharmaceutical ads, mainly because they didn't want people diagnosing themselves and trying to get medications and basically being uh, sold medications they don't need, right? And now we're at a time where it's pharmaceutical ad ads every other because they have the big money to pay for, you know, these advertisements. And I think a lot of people are wanting the quick fix. They're wanting the quick fix. And health is wealth. I have recently gone through some health stuff myself. And I went and bought health insurance because I'm a, I'm a business owner now. I was a public school teacher for many years. And I had my health insurance covered barely used it. <clears throat> and then now recently, I feel like, oh, now I need this health insurance because I've had a frozen shoulder and I also had severe anemia and I also have polyps and cysts, which very common in women over 40, by the way. <laughs> and so I felt like I needed to buy this health insurance. So I did the Obamacare in last year. I did went in through their uh, website, Obamacare, paid for insurance. It's $400 a month. And on top of that, I have uh, co-pays. And then I also, every time I go to the doctor, I get a bill afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what was the point of this? I should have just kept paying out of pocket. And, and it took me two months to see a, a doctor as well in my area. So I'm paying all of this money. And then once I went to go see the doctor, I walk in and it's, she's obese. And I hate to say that, but I just don't trust obese doctors. <laughs> like if you can't take care of your own body, I, you know, and she's wearing a mask. This is Florida. Masking is really not a thing anymore here. And she's asking me about my vaccinations. And I'm like, I waited two months for this appointment. So it is very, I, when the wellness company contacted me, I was like, okay, I'm canceling my insurance. I'm just going to do virtual appointments and I'm going to pay out of pocket. Not all people, not everyone can do that, especially those people that have medications that they need every month. Um, but my, my other question to you is, how are you guys dealing with the gender identity stuff? So I'm going to share with you a video because when I went to go get my, my shoulder appointment, I, they had me fill out intake forms. And, I, and mind you, I've been waiting for the shoulder appointment for four months. It took me a long time to get the show. I was two months to get my first initial, you know, because you have to have a referral, right, to get my initial doctor and then doctor's appointment and then two months to wait for the shoulder specialist. So I was going to this appointment no matter what, even though I got these intake forms. So I'm going to share this video with you guys on what these was on the intake forms for the doctor's office. Let me go ahead and put this up. And then I want your reaction on this, Dr. Vandewater. Let's go ahead. and There's my, there's my that's so my face on. <laughs> that is a good how I felt about this. Let me go ahead and put it, bring it back. Gender vague. Okay. Hiya. Uh, Mahu, Maverick, not. Let me see if I could start it over. Yeah. For a doctor's office. Ah, it's not starting over. Let me try it. I'm just going to reload this. Here we go. 
So anyways, it's an intake form that has all of these different gender identities. America, on okay, this is getting out of hand. I went to fill out forms for the doctor's appointment that I'm about to go to. And this is on the form. We've got the pronouns fe, per, a, se, te. And then for gender identity, they had third gender, agender, bigender, bisu, boy, butch, demi-boy, demi-gender, demi-girl, fafanine, femme, gender fluid, gender flux, gender neutral, gender queer, gender vague, haya, mahu, maverick, non-binary, for a doctor's office. So I just put Z's in. <laughs> they need to, they better use the pronouns. They better use the correct pronouns. America, this is getting All out right. of hand. So I like to fill out forms go ahead for the off. doctor's appointment. Yeah, so this form had several different pronouns. It had several different genders, including agender. I mean, some of these things I've never even heard of. Debbie gender. Um, and as a as this is a medical establishment, the Manatee Physician Alliance in Florida asking me to, to put, so how, what are the implications of that as a doctor and dealing with patients and letting them put whatever gender that they want besides two genders? Yeah. I mean, I thought we were supposed to trust the science. I mean, mm -hmm. isn't that what we were told 2020, you know, that trust the science? Well, science shows us there's only male and female. There's no in between. There's no others. There's no 45, 72. There is no Zen, Z, any of that. It's male or female. And really what you're doing again with the masking, you know, you're taking away identity. You're taking away identity. We were created as male and female, and you're messing with something you shouldn't be messing with. And it's only going to cause a cascade of problems for those that fall into that mindset and believe that there is these alternative genders or pronouns. Um, you're asking for problems. I, I, I say it very because it is not good to mess with the order of things and you're messing with the order of things. It's uh, it's very scary to me to think that that could be happening. And I'm concerned for these parents that raise their children in that atmosphere. I mean, how confused are they gonna be? They're not even able to function normally as adults in society because anytime the wind blows a certain way, they're gonna go with it. They're not gonna have any of their own beliefs. They're not gonna have any of their own morals or values. They're gonna just follow the crowd or follow what's hip and new and have no no idea of who they really are. You know, it's so sad to see that. Um, but yeah, I we at the wellness company believe in male and female. That's it. We have we've had conversations on what's happening to children um, and their surgeries and things like that. It's it's wrong. Shouldn't be happening. The parent is the one who is the um, you know author of their child, not a school, not a government. And when you have the government overreaching onto these children um, and the parent, I guess the parents will, we've got problems. I love what you're saying about putting it back into the parents back. You know, our children don't belong to doctors. Our children don't belong to, and that's something that I've had. I've had a lot of friends who have chosen to not their kids and they get so much pressure from doctors. In fact, there's physicians that won't even see their kids. There's pediatricians who won't even see their child. They won't even have them come to their office and get an appointment if they didn't, if they're, they chose to. And, and I mean, that in my, my book is discrimination. 
Yeah. And and the uh the other thing about it is that like I like you said the schools also are feeling ownership over children the government the collective when we need to go back to the roots of this country which is the family the family mm-hmm. is in, we chose to have the kids right they belong to us and I just wanted to end a little bit with you explaining um I wanted to go a little bit more into spike proteins and what exactly they are and what they're doing to our body and and how the wellness company can help with that. And, and then we can open up for Q&A. So if anyone has any questions, start putting them in the chat and I'll keep track of them. Okay, yeah. So the spike protein is uh, one of the proteins on, on the, the COVID virus. There's many proteins and the spike protein attaches, it binds to on our cells, which is an ACE receptor. And that binding allows the virus to enter the cell and cause replication. Also, the spike proteins are in the... And your mm-hmm. body starts manufacturing them because of that, because of that. So now your body is just making these through the lipid nanoparticles that are encapsulating it. And then third, it's also the shedding. So when you're out around someone, especially someone recently um, given that, you end up uh, getting it through uh, inhalation, through skin on skin contact, even sexual contact, you then have the, the shedding. And so right now in the world, you could say everybody's encountering spike proteins in one way or another. So really we have to find a way, we're in a new, a new way of living. How do we protect ourselves against this? And at the wellness company, the team and I, when we looked into this and researched ingredients, we found that dandelion root extract and black cumin seed oil actually bind to that ACE receptor and inhibit the spike protein from binding to that ACE receptor. So the virus does not make it into the cell. So it inhibits and neutralizes the spike protein. Natokinase is talked about a lot. Um, Natokinase we chose a year ago because it actually is a natural uh, antifibrinolytic agent. So it breaks down clots. And we have heard a lot of people call it the clot, you know. So that was the other reason that we chose that ingredient. But at the end of last year, study came out of Japan showing that the natokinase actually degrades and dissolves the spike protein. So an added bonus, an added benefit. Uh, selenium was chosen because it's a natural anti-inflammatory. Green tea extract is a potent antioxidant. And then we added Irish sea moss. And the Irish sea moss was chosen because it's rich in minerals and it helps the body repair where there's damage. So the spike proteins, when they're in overload in the body, can present in a lot of different ways. It's obviously inflammation. You could have uh, headaches. You could have bruising. Um, You could have long COVID. Uh, Long COVID could be brain fog, fatigue, lack of motivation, memory and cognitive issues, um, all the way to just full-blown COVID-like, flu-like symptoms. So the uh, spike support is amazing. Now, I will say I have my own testimonial on it because for me, I was very sensitive. Every time I would go out, encounter someone, I would either get dizzy, a headache, um, if I was in prolonged contact, I could end up really sick. So I use the spike support when I have to go out in public or when I have to travel. I've had no problem since I started taking it. I can go out and live normal again. I can go and do things and not be concerned what the reaction is going to be for me because I know it's inhibiting and neutralizing those spikes, protecting my body, and also degrading those spikes I come in contact with. So it's a, an amazing product. I really recommend uh, people, you know, if you're concerned or just aren't sure if, I mean, we all are encountering it, it's good to use it to detox. 
Um, if you did get the, I recommend using it as directed and there's no real timeline because your body is now manufacturing these. So I recommend just using it two capsules twice a day indefinitely until we know more. Uh, I don't recommend it for women who are pregnant or nursing. Um, and also if someone is on a pharmaceutical blood thinner, I don't recommend it there either. You can talk to your provider and if they agree to monitor you, then that's between you and your provider. But we are coming out with a spike support kids. So this is gonna be a chewable tablet, good for kids, but also good for adults who can't use our spike support. So, so for the moms out there, they could use this or anyone on a uh, pharmaceutical blood thinner. For my husband who does not swallow pills. Oh, I you heard it. For the life of him. Yeah. Swallow a pill. <laughs> so it's gonna be good. Yeah, he could use it. And then the other thing that's great too is you can use it in combo with the spike support. So if you're just someone who's like, you know what, I want all I can get, you can take them both together. Mm. So that's even even great to know that you have added added benefits. And what I love about what you guys are doing is that these are the doctors you can trust, America, because these are the doctors willing to put their light. They were taking licenses and threatening licenses, firing doctors mm -hmm. for speaking up against what was going on. And, 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 and you, when you put your livelihood on the line, that means you actually care. That means you actually care. And I, I just love what you guys are doing because, like I said, these are the doctors you can trust. And I think right now we need to have a healthy skepticism when we go to our doctor's office and find the doctors that are that will put our health first, not big pharma first. And that's why I love that you say that you're the people's pharmacist, because there is a place, a time and a place for some pharmaceuticals. Like I just got a, I mean, you could see it right here. I just got a cortisone shot in my frozen shoulder. There was, I was trying everything. I was doing acupuncture. I was going to uh, chiropractic. I was getting ART. I was doing the stretches and nothing was getting this thing uh, to move, right? It was frozen. And finally getting the cortisone shot, um, I got one three months ago and now I'm, I was able to stretch it and get it to a better place because it was completely frozen. And now I'm getting one more to really, it softens the tissues. And, you know, of course there's side effects to it. I, and I'm glad to know about the mm -hmm. risks and that's something that they didn't do with the they oh, never man. sit you down and say, okay, here's all the risks. Here's all the side effects. And on top of it, if you already had COVID, why would you need it? You already have the antibodies. Even Dr. Fauci talked about that, like pre that this COVID area era, he talked about the best way to be protected from it is if you already had it, they didn't even care. They were like, everybody needs to get it. It was just a blanket. You need to get it or you're going to kill grandma or whatever mm -hmm. and it was like what if you already got it they didn't even take that into consideration so you're going to add the risks of the on top of it on top of already getting this weird virus so these are the doctors you can trust and you can find um, all the information about the wellness company at twc.health and if you're interested in the spike form formula you can use the code collie for 10 percent off and i just want to thank the wellness company and thank Dr. Vandewater for being with us today. And if you have any questions, we're gonna, we have about 10 more minutes. If you have any questions you want to ask her, this is a pharmacist that you can trust. So if you have, you know, questions that aren't related to what we talked about, go ahead and put them in the chat right now. Um, I see one right here. What about gut health, AKA microbiome health? What are some natural remedies that aren't something your company is giving, but we can take ourselves? Yes, that's actually a great question because gut health obviously is really good for immune health. So uh, we do have digestive enzymes with, um, you know, if you go to our website, you'll find the digestive enzymes. 
We do not have a um, probiotic, but I really do recommend people get the bifido uh, probiotic or eat fermented foods, drink kombucha. You know, uh, really a lot of times gut health isn't so much taking a pill to fix it. It's making good choices on what we choose to feed our body. That's the fuel that gives us health. So really gut health is going to come from, from balancing out, you know, your diet, avoiding seed oils, avoiding high sugar uh, foods, high processed foods, um, high meat. Meat is really important. Important Cheese is really important. Um, and, you know, salt and butter. I mean, we've been told that all that stuff is bad for you. But if you look at through the years, we've actually become unhealthier and we actually have become overweight. Um, and it's not due to a lack of people trying. It's actually due to their diet. It's causing your body to not lose that weight and it's storing the fat. And so we've got to come back to eating the way our great grandparents used to eat. And you'll watch your gut will, will get better and you'll lose some weight. And not only that, you're going to feel better and have the motivation to get out there and keep up with life. Do some movement exercises. Um, you know, spending time outdoors is really important. So I think that's a great question. And I, I hope uh, people do go and get, get those supplements and change, change their diet. Uh, scratch made non-processed food. Doesn't matter what diet you follow. Like if you're vegan, vegetarian, you know, you want to follow a more high meat diet or whatever. Scratch made non-processed food is the way to go. <laughs> Cook yep. for yourself, get the ingredients, uh, you know, use single ingredients and create a meal and you will feel so much better because that's the way America used to eat is um, not all this junk and processed food. Let's see, we've got another one here. How long... Do the spike proteins last in your body? Let's go ahead. How long can spike proteins stay in the body if untreated? Well, it's a good question. So if you're someone who did not get the, then you your body can help in fighting it. But if you're encountering them over and over and over again, and your body can't keep up with removing them. So that's why your body needs help. That's why people suffer with long COVID. That's why people, I mean, I've been meeting people all in, everywhere I go who are telling me I have brain fog and I didn't get this and I don't know what's going on. Well, come to find out their role, what they do in life is touch people, whether they do massage, whether they're, uh, you know, a beautician, um, you know, whatever it is, they're encountering that shedding all the time. So their body's not able to keep up with it. Um, if you're someone who um, has actually gotten this, then your body's just manufacturing it. And that's, I, I mean, I say it with a sincere heart, I would really hope you take the spike support to keep your body clean of it. So this way you can live in better health. And then choosing like, again, gut health, you know, nutrition, um, getting outdoors, it's really gonna come down to being proactive if you chose to get this to, to keep yourself healthy. I think people are tired of feeling crappy. I have to say this last three years has been stressful. My health has suffered, I got, COVID from someone who was, mm -hmm. and um, it was strange. It was two weeks, two weeks of, and I, my sicknesses usually last 24 hours and I don't get sick very often, maybe once every five years, I have a very strong immune system. And it was two weeks of being sick. I lost hair. I've, I'm still losing hair from it. Um, and my, I lost my sense of taste, which is something I've never experienced before. And it felt like, it felt like almost like a chemical poisoning. Yes. It was a very strange, and I do know that your body is still trying to get back to what it was, get back, to, your body wants to heal and we can take things to help get it there, which is our diet, you know, these supplements and also just 
uh, getting outside and exercise. And I think people, it's, it, it's time for us to get healthy because they are going to do this again. And we need to be prepared and healthy to stand up to it and to, and to, and to, for our bodies to be able to fight it, you know, because they were, we weren't allowed to say this at the beginning, but it was most likely enhanced. They were doing gain of function research. What that means is that they were taking viruses that we already have and making them stronger in a lab and then releasing it. And we weren't even allowed to show this for the first year, but now they're saying mainstream news is now saying it's most likely came from a lab. So this is going to have, you don't, you don't think they're going to do this again. And, um, and uh, mm -hmm. we do have, I'm going to go for one more question here. I'm going to give it. To, thank you, Kiana. She's got a super chat. Mm -hmm. um, did you talk to any colleagues who said that they were supposed to stay, say in public, but said the truth in silence? How often did medical people know? Did you talk to any who said they, they were supposed to say in public, but said the truth? Oh, I see what you're saying. So people that kind of were keeping it hidden, their real views. Yes, absolutely. There were a lot of people who, you know, just didn't have the courage to say what was the truth. They didn't want to lose their job. They went along with things and, and they just, they did. Yes, without a doubt. I've met some doctors and nurses and even pharmacists um, who, who agreed and, and said that. But I will say it's not a big number. A lot of people that did, you know, stand up actually knew that it was wrong and said, hold on, hold on, put the brakes on people, something's going on here, let's come back to the drawing board, something doesn't seem right. So it was very small number of colleagues that that questioned it and and, and didn't do anything. But sadly, it's just, it's, it's kind of what it is. You know, for me, I had a moment when I just realized I had to do something because I wasn't gonna let fear control me. And for me, I'm a person of faith and I believe that I have the spirit of God in me and so with that power, I can go and, you know, slay any demon. So that's how I looked at it. And I said, I'm not going to sit back and just let things happen. And when wrong is wrong, I have to speak out against it. I think those of us that decided to speak up, our lives are completely different now in a good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get blessed and you will you will be okay. It's scary. It was so scary at first for me to speak up against what was going on in my school and everything that was happening there. There was teachers saying that they were going to die if they had to go back in the classroom and um also all of the, you know, indoctrination happening with just the learning, the the gender stuff and the Black Lives Matter and all of that. And it's scary to speak up, to go against the grain, to go against what popular, you get bullied, you get you get your friends that you had for years and years ice you out, family members ice you out. It is, it's a tough, it's tough to speak up, but it's also an incredible blessing. And you, you will find like-minded people. And now you're part of a whole network of doctors that are speaking against this and um, helping, actually helping people. So and I, you wanna... know, you, I wanted to say real quick before we go, because sure. it's really important when you say that. Absolutely. And I mentioned briefly that I was looking to work alongside local doctors to help be a voice and an advocate for the people. But when you walk out in faith, when you walk out fearless and you, you know, doesn't mean you don't feel it. You just know to take that step, walk by faith and not by sight. When you do that, you're right. God blesses you because he took me from a vision I had locally and pulled me all the way up to nationally. And I get to work alongside the most bravest and, and intellectual providers that are out there to say no more and grow this amazing company with amazing people to give an opportunity for others to say, hey, we'll take care of you here. Don't worry about what's going on in mainstream. 
we got you covered here. Come to us. We'll take care of you. And I think that just goes to show it's true because it is each step. I was nervous. Every time I spoke out, I was nervous. Every time I bucked, you know, somebody saying something to me, every time I walked in, I, I live in, in New York, you know, so walking into a grocery store without that mask, I, you know, got yelled at. I had people tell me I was killing babies, you know, and I never buckled. I said, no, it's wrong. And I just kept moving. And I believe when you do that, God does honor and bless that. What a best, great way to end this live. I think that's a, I, and I have to testify to that as well. So thank you so much. And I, I am excited to have you on it again and to talk more about all of this because I'm, I have a feeling we're not, we're not done yet. Nope, <laughs> this is only yet. the beginning. This is mm -hmm. only the beginning. And I also want to thank the wellness company for sponsoring my YouTube channel, which is a huge deal. I get to, I don't, I am not monetized on YouTube. Most of my videos get demonetized. I've had strikes and it's really hard for creators like us to stay afloat. And so I just want to thank the wellness company and you can go to twc.health and use code Kali for 10% off, off and also thank Dr. Jen Vandewater for being with us today. And um, yeah, check it out. I, 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 do you do you have an Instagram or a YouTube or a way for people to connect with you? Yes, I have a lot. It's funny. I was a girl that had nothing. I've got all the social media you can imagine now. <laughs> Same so here. Like, I didn't yeah. even have a Facebook. I was like, this is wasting my time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I do have Instagram. I'm at Dr. Jen, the people's pharmacist. Oh, okay. I'm on Twitter at Dr. J Vandewater. I'm on Telegram and that's at Dr. Vandewater. I believe if you go to the wellness company site and you find my profile, I think everything's listed there somewhere. So we do have everything out there for people for sure. And I don't even know if my team might be on here right now. They are. They've been so commenting. They are probably putting it all in the chat. Yes, for they, they are. They are. They're, they're I'll, I'll, I'll also put it in the caption of this video. I'll have to look at it carefully and hopefully I can keep it up, but I think we did okay. I think Good. we beat the we beat the 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 out the overlords that want to take videos down. So <laughs> so thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you to everyone who came to this live. And I will be doing more lives. I have been I am you know taking care of myself and my health, but I have a, a goal to do more lives about everything that's going on in this world. So and there's a lot. So God bless you all. God bless you, Dr. Jen. Bless and you um, let's sign out.